Hey guys, how's it going? This is Townsend McKillop. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Thanks, thanks for tuning in to K E N N, the oldies, one hundred four point five. I'm gonna play you some. I tried Jack to Black. laugh, man, but you guys get me all riled up. Sorry, bro. Okay. Don't say you're 21 twice either. You said you're 21 twice. In the Did first. I really? I'm I'm 21 years old. I just turned 21. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to the Sandstone Cycles podcast. Today we're going to be talking about injuries and how we all overcame them in this 2017 year. And I guess we'll just start it right off. Chris, uh, let's start with Doc. Let's start with Tyler, man, because Tyler, you hit the deck before any of us. Yeah. And it bummed me out, man. Play play it through for us. Yeah, guys. So thanks for joining us today. Um, Glad you're here. So yeah, we we talked about let's let's do something on injuries, and I mean we've all had prior injuries, but we're gonna just talk about the ones this race season. So in Angel Fire, June it was like June ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Um, what was that? The second round of the, the se- Enduro? yeah, yeah the Enduro Cups. Yeah. Second round of the Scott Enduro Cup um, is down in Angel Fire, New Mexico. Um, which was, in my opinion, probably. One of the better rounds? I think overall with family and everyone being there, just like the vibes, yeah. the vibes were off the hook. Everything went really good. Like, So yeah, we, we all got there, I think on a Wednesday night, and we all did the pre-riding. I mean, lots of racers showed up. Um, the weather was perfect. Like, Angel Fire, if you've never been down there, it's it's beautiful country. It's like on the, um, it's at the bottom of the Rocky Mountains, I guess you'd say, um, in central New Mexico, northern, northern. I don't know, dude. I suck at geography north? so bad. Yeah, I sucked anything school. Let's just <laughs> say the east side of New Mexico, east, north, northeast east, side. Northeast, yeah. yeah, but uh, it's awesome. Like pines, grass, like just it's like good mountain ride, mountain bike riding. They have some of the best bike parks I think in the northern United States, in the lower forty-eight. I guess you'd say. So, I'll jump past all the racing. The racing was good. No one, no. I mean, Chris had a fall in the race. I two, mean, two, I had two really hard crashes, dude. Yeah, probably actually like the scariest crash I've had on a bike so far. I was doing about thirty miles an hour, maybe twenty five, thirty through just some tall grass, and my front tire just hit a rock, dude. And it just I remember me. pre-riding and saying to myself, "I have to go right because yeah, I know there's exactly a big rock right here." About. And we all talked about it too, but you yeah. ended up still going. On. Well, and I think a <laughs> straight uh, yard sale. Uh, uh, an official saw you wreck, and, and he yeah, he freaked out. TKO I'm surprised there. my shoe stayed on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, Chris's wreck is a different one though, with his injury. He'll talk about. But I didn't that. get hurt on that one. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, and that's what's that's what we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna touch on after we talk about all our injuries is how the the type of wreck you have it. it 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 doesn't matter if it's a small wreck or a big wreck. It's like the injury can always vary just depending on how you fall. Absolutely. So, anyways, back back to the I guess we raced. Everything was awesome. Lift service um, for the races, and after after the race on Sunday, we finished everything. We got our, our lunch. Chris Towns and I 
we're just taking advantage of the, the lift ticket and we're doing some laps in the park and uh, then we we got to the end of the day and, and Towns is like, dude, I'm done, man. I was like, this is my last run. And and if anyone's ever snowboarded, <laughs> you never say that. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad juju, or, or it's like cliche to say last run because you're almost always guaranteed to get hurt. But I ignored the the signs of saying last run, and I was just we were ecstatic. Um, so we take off. Well, before before we took off, we're riding up the chairlift, and this is I know whenever I need to throttle it down. Whenever Towns is like, let's try and PR something on Strava. Let's let's get a KOM because that's you gotta watch out, man. At the end of a race day, at the end of a race day, we're we're blown up. Not just race day; we're talking race weekend. Race weekend. That's true. It was on a Sunday after two days of pre riding. I think that's seventy seventy miles, probably seventy miles. Yeah, we we rode a lot and and hard at race pace, and we're just and Towns and I are deciding to PR (laughs) go for a KOM Ziggy. The trail is called Ziggy, and it's it's the very top run at Angel Fire Bike Park. And Chris, Chris just he he says, man, he's like, oh, I'm gonna just chill back. You guys go ahead. We, we get a, Towns and I get on our bikes off the chairlift, and we we take right off heading heading for Ziggy and uh, guns a blazing, guns a blazing, and, and I bet I'm 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 following Towns through it, and uh, I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, I've never went this fast through this. This kid is going fast and 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 in one section where i've always coasted i i'd seen townsend pedaling and uh i was like okay i'm gonna try and pedal and i and i pedaled and i mean the simple fact of me clipping a rock it, it kicked me what did you say earlier ass over tea kettle ass over tea kettle otb a little bit of yard sale maybe i I, I hit the ground so fast. When I look back on Strava, my GPS was saying I was going 24 miles an hour whenever I hit the ground. Yeah. And uh, I had uh, zero time to prepare for the fall. Um, kicked right over, and the first thing I, I nailed was my, my uh, collarbone, and I hit the ground. And I thank, thank God I stopped right before a big old pine tree because I would have smashed into that and probably been uh, TKFO. <laughs> Wait, no, K... KTO or something. KTFO. <laughs> I would have been KT, KTFO, but I stopped right there, and Chris is coming down behind the trail behind, and uh, I mean, I'm just laying there on the ground, and, and Chris will jump in here in a second, but I, I'm laying there on the ground, and, and Chris doesn't know what's going on, because he sees me laying in front of a 30-foot-tall pine tree, so he thinks I smacked a tree. Yeah. So I just roll over, and I tell Chris, I was like, dude, I broke my collarbone. Because I, I, whenever I rolled over, I felt it just overlapping the other bone, and I knew right away my week, my I was shot. Yeah. So. When I when I rolled up to you, I actually thought you were knocked out because your legs were like folded up oh, like a pretzel. I was tied up <laughs> on my bike so bad. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh my gosh. And, and you were that pine tree you're talking about. You were like laid up against it, kind of <laughs> like your your bike and your feet. So yeah. what I thought happened is I thought you actually did smack the tree and just like, like were falling. Queen, you yeah. were just laying in front of the tree. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, Tyler's in bad shape. So what's crazy is I was actually in front, like Tyler was saying, and I didn't hear anything. I just thought we were still getting it down the trail. I get to the bottom of that that segment. It's not too far. I think it was probably a hundred yards after the wreck, and I, uh, I'm wondering. I'm sitting there for probably about five minutes. I'm like, man, there's something's going on. Like they're usually right there. You know what I mean? Like. 
we're always right next to each other, right behind each other. And uh, I think I called Tyler, didn't get a, he never answered. I called Chris, he didn't answer. I called Tyler one more time, and he uh, he picked up that time, and he said, um, Chris Chris was going and getting the, the emergency help. Yeah. And so I was just there by myself, and 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 finally I was able to answer the phone in town's calls, and so dude, where are you at? And I was like, well, bro, I, I freaking, I broke my collarbone. Sounds like, oh, BS, man. B- no, no, you're, you're joking, right? You're joking. I was like, no, you get up here, man. I'm, I broke, I broke my collarbone. And Towns comes up, dude, and I've never seen the look on Townsend's face like that. He was like, like, I was so a bummed out. Shot, I was yeah. so bummed out. And <clears throat> I, I, as soon as I seen that, you're like your shoulder. I was like, no doubt, I yeah. think he's done for. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, so I mean, we jump forward. We got got me down the chairlift. Um, the guys at Angel Fire, the uh, medics and stuff, they're nice. They're they're calm. Kept me calm. I didn't go into shock. Thankfully, I think that would have been bad. But got down the chairlift. Um, Chris got me to the emergency room in Taos, New Mexico. Um, we got we got an X ray, and of course, it's broken. Um, yeah. So what all happened to your shoulder? Yeah, so we got, let's see, we got an x-ray in Taos, and they're like, oh yeah, you're going to need surgery. So I went to Durango whenever we got home to a specialist, um, and he ordered an MRI. I, I'd ripped three ligaments, I think your coracoid process, I didn't rip my AC ligament, I ripped my coracoid process, and my, I think they call it like a trapezoid ligament. I ripped three ligaments in my collarbone, and it broke at the very tip of my collarbone. And um, They had to go in and do a surgery. They did a suture to pull the collarbone back down and let the ligaments heal. And then they put a plate in there to uh, allow the collarbone to grow back together straight with 20 screws. Um, as I, it was tough. I was off work for about a month um, just because of uh, liabilities. And need to be in the correct healing order before I could go back to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, that so that tough. was like a clean break, like right in half, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, check our social media. We'll we'll post some pictures of our injuries. Yeah. Uh, uh, to go with this podcast, but I mean, man, yeah, we. It was tough. Is it is a different summarize? I mean, all in all, I was off the bike for about twelve weeks, and uh, <clears throat> I missed I missed the last two rounds of the Scott Enduro Cup. Um, and I've really reevaluated, I mean, we've all reevaluated re- risk versus gain analysis. Uh, Absolutely. But, I mean, heck, there's more we can add. But I'm yeah. all good now. We've been getting Towns and I and Chris. We went and did some high country rides this fall. And still got to enjoy the fall riding. Um, I'm just thankful to be back on my bike. And, I mean, injuries you can't, you can't joke with. And, and that's whenever you realize on your bike you got to really think about Am I riding in control or am I riding over my head? And it's a fine line. We walk, we walk racing enduro and always wanting to progress our skills. Because exactly. if you can't, if you're over the line, you're going to just burn out. And I mean, you're going to just end up with a lot of medical bills. <laughs> yes. Dude, seriously, man. That's one thing that you just got to take into consideration whenever you're racing bikes or racing anything or you're competing in anything. Is it, The question isn't if, the question is when. So before you even start into something like this, you have to know that that's part of the equation and yep. you have to factor it in. Yeah, and just be prepared to, um, I guess, recover yeah. fast. Be, be ahead, like, 
A mental game. Mentally be ahead a little bit how you're going to deal with the situation when it happens. I think depression sets in. It does. It really you, does. You're not proactive on entertaining your mind. <clears throat> yeah, you got to yeah. You got to be in the right mindset to get through an injury. And Absolutely. I mean, all, all three of us, I mean, Towns, in pre- we, we won't get to talk about it this time, but in previous years, Towns has had some bad injuries in the last two years on a bike. And I mean, yeah. he's, a lot of that stuff's still following me to this day. Yeah. You, you can even <clears throat> talk about those, man, if you want to. Yeah. But uh, the, the, second, the second injury of this, this season was actually Chris Martinez. And, uh, yeah, you want to kick us off and see what happened. Yeah, man. The way I look at my injuries was just a run of bad luck, honestly. Because the first one, me and Townsend were up in Telluride, Colorado. <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler's out of commission. So. Tyler's out of commission. So me and Towns were up there playing with some suspension settings. We kept, we were adjusting air spring, just trying to adjust pressures and just jack around with compression settings and stuff. Um, people who've been to Telluride, the lift's free, so it's... It's just it's cheap and it's fun to just sit there and do downhill runs. You know, to yeah. use a whole lot of energy and it's a lot of fun. And you can really pay attention to what your bike's doing. It drives pressure. pretty short from where we live. Yeah, yeah, it's only about two, three, two and a half yeah. hours. Yeah. Anyway, um, we were going up there and I just took a the very top of the bike park as you enter in. There's a sharp right hand corner, and I just tucked my front wheel. We had been there a while. We probably had already done seven or eight runs, maybe, but I wasn't going fast. I wasn't. Nothing was going on. I just happened to just not be paying attention, not be um, basically and not. I maybe got a little bit lazy on my bike, and that's all I can boil it down to. And I tucked my front tire in the corner, and I did a little front flip over the handlebars. OTV? Or? I wouldn't even call it a crash, dude. No, I was like... Ice over tea kettle? No, man. It was like an easy crash. I just... My front tire washed out. I stomped my foot on the ground. And I almost could have just stayed up and ran away, but I just was going a little too fast. So I decided to do a little front flip, like a little tuck and roll. Gymnastics? or And I did that, and I landed, I guess when I did that, I landed right on my um, my shoulder. Sweet spot. Right on the sweet spot, right man. And, the sweet spot. <laughs> and I didn't even feel nothing. I, I went to go pick up my bike, and then I felt some pain in my shoulder, and then I felt it. And sure enough, my collarbone had separated from my AC joint, and apparently I tore two or three ligaments in there. And I just thought to myself, there's no way that just happened, but I guess let's go get it taken care of. But it was the weirdest thing, man. But like you're saying, how I wrecked an angel fire literally crashed going so fast that I thought my shoes might have flown off. Like, yeah. My seat was like I wrecked so hard in Angel Fire. That section in Angel Fire's high speed is probably over thirty miles an hour. Yeah, dude, it's, and not even Angel Fire. Like riding on dirt. When I used to race yeah, dirt bikes, yeah. I've gotten like swapped through some whoops and like totally high sided hard and smacked the ground and just got up like no big deal. Maybe a little bit of head shake, like my head was a little fuzzy or something. But yeah, amazing how I could crash just so easy. I wouldn't even consider to crash and have to have surgery on my shoulder. It made zero sense to me, but that's like I said, man, you just got to be positive and, um, you know, you got a family, you got people, you still have to be reliable. Yeah. And so you just pick yourself up and you just be grateful. I think a lot of it just starts with being grateful. You A, you didn't have to be out there in the first place. Nobody put a gun to your head and said, hey, man, you have to race bikes. It's all by choice. And um, that's all I could think of, man. In my mind, that's all I was processing is like how much I have in my life to be grateful for. That this is not a big deal. 
But I think the first person I called was Tyler. I was like, hey, man, I joined the club. <laughs> yeah, like, he's all laughing. About? He's joking about it. And I, um, I, I, I'm, so Chris is, Chris is like professional, like in racing quads, really good on a dirt bike, like just as good as he was on a quad. And, and, I, and out of all the years he's been doing these extreme sports, I mean, you're 27 and you've been doing these since you're 10 years I've old for 17 him, years. Yeah. I've never seen Chris get injured, so I didn't know what to expect as far as his attitude and stuff. And he calls me just laughing and, dude, Tyler, I joined the club, man. I'm, I'm in the Telluride ER. I'm getting x-rayed. I'm like, no, dude. This, oh, man. I'm I, pumped on it. I'm, I, just I, ready. I'm Chris stayed in high spirits, though, and, and uh, he Ooh. didn't let that hold him down. I mean, he got, like, Chris got, he got, he got what he needed. And, yeah. I mean, how, how long were you off the bike for? Not long, actually. Four, like four weeks. weeks. Four yeah. weeks. So this is where my story gets After. really weird. If people thought it was crazy already, <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets really weird. That was at the very end of July, probably like the last day or two of July. I had surgery, like I think the last day of July, and I probably only missed like one or two days of work um, because I'm an electrician. So my workload's pretty light duty as it is, and I had just like really cool understanding uh, people I work with. So they were able to get me back to work. But anyway, we had a race in Park City, Utah, and that was round four of the Scott Enduro Cup on August 25th and 26th, I believe. So already in my head was like, I already paid for that race, so I'm going to race it. <laughs> <laughs> one, one month out. One from, month out. From a pretty bad injury. And so we got out of surgery, and I told the doctor what I need to do. And that's the reason why we had surgery in the first place, because he wanted to get me going. So what they did is they drilled a hole through my collarbone and through something else, and they put a little like suture in, and they pressed my collarbone back onto my AC joint. And that, that would be like the temporary ligament, you know, so I still had full movement in my shoulder. But man, it wasn't, I took about a week off the bike and then um, just to keep my legs in check, I just kept running up hills in my backyard, up sandy hills just to keep my legs, that feeling of like blown up, you know? Crazy. Because that's all I can do. Yeah, I had my arm like in a sling, like running up dirt hills. It was retarded actually. I don't know. You're on painkillers and you don't know what's going on. But <laughs> Anyway, I sure enough, I got back on the bike about a week later, started pedaling around the backyard and then it wasn't long and I was, we were in Park City, Utah. We did that race, two-day enduro, seven stages, I think. Awesome weekend, man. The shoulder felt good. I felt good. The race went good. No crashes, no nothing. I had a lot. That was, that was the funnest round of this year, in my opinion. The trails were sick. The bike ran great. And um, I got back from Park City, Utah on Sunday, or maybe it was Monday, and then on Wednesday, Durango, I think it's the Durango Devo or Scazia Trek or something. They put on these little weekday Enduros on Wednesday afternoons, and they're just one-stage Enduros. They're and so fun. They're so fun, they're and they're fun. affordable, yeah. and I was just like, I, it's something I like to support, and so, yeah. Everyone knows everyone, too. That's Everybody, what makes it yeah. awesome. And yeah. shout out to those guys, man. Keep doing that. I'll always show up if I'm not broken, but yeah, I said, okay, cool, man. I'm going to go up there, and I was on a trail called Raiders Ridge. Um, it's a trail I'm not really a fan of in the first place, but <laughs> it's whatever, man. I was up there mentally. I, I know mentally I was in the right state of mind because I just said, I'm up here just to ride. I don't care what place I come in. These are like, this is like a race that doesn't matter in my year. So I just wanted to go support the cause. And man, I'll be darned if I didn't, I know what the problem was. I was running way too little air pressure in my rear. Just because at that time I was kind of experimenting with stuff and just playing around with shock pressures. Like I'm, I'm always goofing off with stuff like that. 
but I didn't change anything, and I knew I needed a stiffer spring rate to go up to Raiders Ridge. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to be going fast. I'm, I can leave my suspension super soft. It's no big deal. Dude, I went into this rocky section super hot, and What's I'll be darned. I'm not sure what it's called. It's fast. It, it's the fast section on top of Raiders Ridge where you're just skipping across right that rough stuff. right before Snake Charmer. Isn't it right after yeah. that drop? Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't it Rocky Road? Or? Exactly. Rocky yeah, Road Rocky to Snake Road. Charmer. Yeah. yeah, Rocky Road to Snake Charmer. It was right through there, dude. And I felt my rear shock bottom out. And then it was just too soft. And I think the next hit, I just checked up nasty. And it just sent me over the bars. And that there was, was nothing I can do about it. That was... I rung my bell... I, I, anyway, so the funny thing about that was the doctor told me that the suture they put in my shoulder, they're like, don't try not to land on this shoulder because you will grenade something else. Like this suture can like pull a truck. It's, they're super tough. Your bones will shatter. Your collarbone will break before that suture breaks. Anyway, I fell, I pulled my bike off the trail. I knew I hit my shoulder and, uh, I just remember looking out into the town of Durango because from up there there's a beautiful view and i just thinking like to myself, okay, I'm either going to reach onto my shoulder and my collarbone's going to be broke <laughs> or, it's, we not, go again. or yeah. it's not or I just yeah. landed on it and it just hurts right now. And I, I before I even reached up to see if I broke it, I just went did a quick analysis in my brain like what's my reaction going to be? How am I going to react to this? My wife and my kid are down at the truck. What's my attitude going to be like? If this thing's broken. So I gathered my thoughts, got everything situated, uh, told myself, keep a positive attitude, be grateful. You're up here, just a freak accident, man. This wasn't your fault. You're just trying to have fun on your bike. Sure enough, man, reached up, felt my shoulder. Yep, broke it. Dang it. So got my bike, got down the hill, got to the doctor. And thank God I broke the suture. I did not break any bone. The doctor was like, I don't know how that suture broke. Like, they're not supposed to break, so. Did they give you a warranty on that, or? Yeah, I hooked up a little bit of warranty work because sutures aren't supposed to break. But he's like, man, you lucked out because uh, 9 out of 10 times your collarbone would have shattered before that suture gave way. So they, I went back into surgery, cut me open, put a new suture in, and then this time he wrapped it in a cadaver, excuse me, a cadaver ligament. And, um, it's felt good ever since, man, but it's, um, I, it's hard for me to think about the whole situation, man. Sometimes I, I, the, the best thing I've done, like I figured out, cause I've been back on my bike a lot lately. We just did the Moab hoedown and stuff and it's just, I've been having a lot of fun on my bike. So like the best thing I've done is I've literally just forgot about the whole situation. I put it behind me. I pretend it never happened. Not, not pretend it never happened. It, our past always is a part of us and it should go into building a good foundation for our future and I, I keep that as just is just a learning experience you yeah. know but yeah. it was you can't let them haunt you or scare you off the bike i can't dude can't so the best thing i do is i just don't think about it i just pick up on bike riding right where i left off and just uh love bike because i don't think anything's gonna stop me from riding my bike man no, I, I, I love it too much i have too much fun with it and it's my escape dude from my it's it's what it's what makes me have fun with life because, yeah. like I tell you guys all the time, man, someone's just going to bury me. They're going to kick dirt in my face and then go to a church and eat some dinner. Like, and that's going to be me. So while I'm here on this earth, I'm just going to enjoy doing what I love. And, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, the injuries come with it. 
They do. And um, it's how we face them. And that's that's been my experience this year, and it's been a tough one. But you can overcome them. You can get completely over them. I'm completely over my injuries. And um, when the next one happens, it's the same thing, dude. Just what? keep my head up, stay positive, right. breathe the fresh air that we've been given to breathe, and just enjoy every aspect of life because it's awesome yeah yeah you you can't you can't live in fear i mean i whenever whenever i hit the ground i i rolled over and the first thing i i pictured was was my my family and my and and uh just like the career and like those kinds of things and and like you have that responsibility always whether you're miserable going to work and just coming home and and uh checking out and uh just being bummed out or you're going to have those responsibilities if you're going to work coming home and uh taking the risk of uh living your life i mean you can't you can't hide under a rock and that's just i think what what you have to keep a balance of um you got to say man i i love what i do am i going to let these things in life hold me back some people call it crazy but i think we call it a passion so I don't know. Yeah, man. I'm with you on that one. I think the biggest bummer, what really gets me down is that I like to be, and I know, absolutely, I know Tyler likes to be a really responsible person, and we want to be them responsible men that we're supposed to be, whether it's to our family, reliable at work, like, because we really try hard at work, you know, and we want to be the best employee that we can be. Well, I don't want to be seen as the guy who's always missing work. And exactly, man. And, and to me, that's yeah. when the bummers come in, you know, like, when I do crash yeah. and I do have these injuries, it's like, I just feel like I let a whole lot of people around me down. Totally. But I, you yeah. can't. You just got to take what you can, man. Yep. Just uh, know that people... I, I I look on the bright side of, like, there's there's riders. I mean, the mention of Nate Hills and uh, Cody Kelly, Mike West. These guys are riding tens, I mean, you know, thousands of miles a year. And, and they're not getting injured. And, and they're riding aggressively. So I know if I can get that kind of mindset, I can go without those kinds of injuries as well. Exactly. Like, accidents happen, but... You can do this sport and ride in control and go fast. I think a lot of it is fitness. Yeah, fitness. If you if, if you got a good fitness um, as far as upper body, lower body, and your cardio cardiovascular, if you got all that stuff unlocked, you're going to be, I think, a little bit a step ahead. Because I think that if you're ever at a level where you're going fast, you're never going to want to go slow. You're always going to want to go that fast. It's hard to, to step it down. Yeah. And yep. if you have, like what Towns is saying, like that's that's like the foundation for being a professional rider and going fast. There's so many equations. There's so much, like you were mentioning, or like me and you were talking before this podcast, um, I came from riding dirt bikes, and the only way I really got good, that like fitness is the one aspect, you know? The other aspect is living a good life and just having a lot of joy in your heart passion right and passion and being grateful for what you got and then the other is actually being good at what you're doing progression and it's all those things accumulative that create a good rider like you're saying like all like the pro guys at a higher level that have that confidence it's it's the fact that they ride their bikes all the time that riding a bicycle becomes almost second nature to them. And that's what I learned from my motocross background is I would eat, sleep, breathe, drink, dream, everything motocross. And from doing that, 
riding a dirt bike or racing an ATV was easier for me than walking. I could literally ride my four-wheeler better than I can walk on two feet. I could... I didn't count gears. I didn't care what gear I was in. I would hit jumps and I would overshoot them and I would case them and it didn't matter where I landed, how I landed. I just, second I was in full control. Was. Second nature. You it just was second it. nature, man. Yeah. Yep. And that's when you talk about guys on that level, yeah. they have that dialed and they can lose control and they can wreck and they can, but they know they're so calculated and they know exactly what to do. I think yeah. that's exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's how they don't get injured as much as I think as yeah. well. And, and I think, I don't know. It's all part of the yeah. sport though. Yep. And Talons, what, what, uh, what, let's see, you had a hard wreck in uh, Park City, right? At Deer Valley yeah. Resort. Do you so, want to close those or are you good? Actually, the, hold on, go ahead. That's good. So, actually, this year, 2017, I've kind of actually toned it back on the bike a little bit. I feel like I've kind of gotten a little bit of a learning lesson. One of the big ones from last year was I um, I kind of hurt my shoulder pretty bad, and it's never really been the same. I think I have to get it checked out. I would like to do that here in this winter you sometime. You needed to get it checked out. <laughs> but it's pretty um, it's pretty weak. It seems to always come out on me. And just on the random times, I can't throw anything. If I try to throw something, it's just going to go right out. Yeah. And that's terrible. But uh, anyways, <laughs> the one in Park City was probably the most memorable because I've never actually been knocked out on the bicycle. And it was a really – it was a pretty big – eye-opener what Almost, stage was it on it was seven seven out of eight stages and that would have been the last stage for you right? i would have had to do one more one more stage oh, okay no okay so it was seven out of seven because you're racing an amateur it was six out of seven for me okay oh okay and now this was my sixth stage anyways i uh we were sitting at top you know getting ready to drop into that stage and chris or not chris but uh one of the uh officials up there that's timing the the stages was telling everyone hey guys there's this drop towards the bottom just be careful on it there's a lot of people that have wrecked on it and there's one guy down there right now that i think he actually broke his collarbone or got knocked out yeah one of the two let, let me i so let, i didn't race the the uh the park city the the fourth round i just didn't feel confident so i spectated and it was fun um, my, my son and I, we're at the bottom at the drop. It's, it's right before the finish. So there's a lot of spectators is a, is a, it was, it was a weird drop. Um, and watching, watching riders come up to it. I just knew it wasn't safe. There's, and I, I, that, that one that they were waiting on, I saw that guy crash and right before this drop, I wish that there would have been a berm built up or something, but it's like on a, on a gravel road. Yeah. And there's a hard right-hand 90 turn. And, I mean, people are coming. The pros are coming into this over probably 30 miles an hour. And uh, people are coming in that turn, and they're sliding their bikes and losing control. And you go right off this drop. That could be anywhere from 4 to 12 feet, depending how fast you hit it. Um, That guy, he hit it. And over time, people kept landing off to the left a little bit and, and running out the side. And so... It pretty much swap you whenever you landed, and that guy just slammed into the ground hard. They was shut, it a concussion or was it a... knocked out? And I think he had some broken bones. I 
never heard what they were, but they shut the race down for about two hours. Yes, and I was still at the top at this time, actually. I didn't even get dropped in. People were getting hungry. People, yeah. Angry. Angry. They were very upset about the whole situation up top, and... I, did, I was just kind of cool with whatever. I was like, well, I mean, stuff happens. You know, you just got to deal with it. I was taking a nap in the motorhome. <laughs> Chris is finished. I was done racing. Out. But uh, I think I was about five or ten minutes from dropping in. And the, the race guy told me, he said, hey, man, just watch out. I mean, he was telling everyone that was dropping in. There's a lot of injuries going on down there on that drop. I And I, the day before, I was thinking, yeah, I've. I dropped that yesterday, and I was going way fast. You know, I, I don't really care what this guy's saying. I'm going to drop it. I was concerned <laughs> enough. I I even called Towns, Landon, Landon and I. We called Towns. I was like, dude, I was like, like, dude, you. I heard you got this in the bag. You're doing pretty good. Like, you you got a few seconds over some people. And I said, I said, just just come down this moderate, man, because it's not not worth it. At the, uh, I didn't even. Of course, I said I was being nice, and I just said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll got this, man." And, yeah. But the only thing that was going through my head is I'm gonna bomb that thing. Like, there's nothing that's gonna stop me. And he did. <laughs> I came in off oh that God. stage, and um, it that, was going really good. Actually, I ended up. You're saying that was probably your best stage. Right? It was my best stage. I was, I would think so. I mean, I was really making corners really well. I, was I came fast on the straights and fast in the corners. Came off that last berm, and I was going... It's actually a really fast section off of... It's uh, into, a fire road into that Into that uh, gravel section. It's, and yeah. I remember thinking, oh, damn. Like, I got to take... I got to put a foot down for this corner, or I'm not going to make... And I, I got to say, is Towns came... Like, I... Landon and I, my son, we watched probably... Probably half of the racers come down through that. And, and I missed the pros... Coming through it, but I have to say, out of expert men, professional women, like I did not see anyone come under that fire road out, out through the woods like that fast. And I, as soon as Towns came out, I was I was scared for his life. <laughs> <laughs> but I was still guns blazing, man. <laughs> it was so crazy, man. But anyways, that gravel road—that's what really got me because I was going into it, and I thought either I slide out right here and I wreck on top. Or I put my foot down, but I gotta be ready to put my foot back into my clips for this drop. As I'm drifting a quarter. And I couldn't get my foot clipped in. I, I remember just thinking, I was like, oh no, I got I'm gonna just have to take this without my foot clipped in and it'll all go it, it should go pretty good. But actually on the top of that drop there was a cement pad and it, it was dug out oh, yeah. just before it. It bugged you. And I remember Going over it pretty good on the front tire, and then my back tire, I think, kind of like, kind of got checked up, like Chris was saying, and it it bucked me right over. There was no nothing I could do about it. I remember holding on the whole way though, and thinking I can do this, I can ride this out, like I got this. Someone, you know? th- you'll see it, but someone thankfully snapped a picture, and Towns yeah. is is fully beyond over the bars like beyond return and, yeah and you see him with both hands on the handlebars committed dude that's He's, all it was he has like both feet like one foot was off the pedal still but like you could tell he was thinking he's gonna ride it out dude. and uh actually it's on our instagram page if you ever want to check it out sandstone cycles but uh i i remember that was basically all i remember actually <laughs> <laughs> i woke up 
And two people were sitting above me and they're yelling, do not move, do not move. And first thing that was going through my head is, where's my bike? I need my bike. I need to get across the finish line. You're 20 yards <laughs> this from is the 20 finish. yards from the finish line. And they're like, don't worry, man. We, we brought it across the finish line. You're good. Just sit here. And I just got up and I was like, all right, I'm good. You know, looking for my helmet pieces, there's a visor over there. And I think I got up and I remember being really dizzy, almost falling down again. But I kind of got my composure and um, walked to where the the dude that was timing it. And I uh, first thing that was going through my head is like, how much am I off? How much am I off in this race? And I think I lost about 45 seconds there. So at that point, with having a pretty bad wreck and being not really mentally all there, I kind of just chose, well, I'm just going to take it, take the loss on this race. And I'm, I'm okay with uh, not actually doing finishing it. So basically, the risk versus reward really comes into play. You know, it's... You can actually go out there and race that last stage. I could have very well done that, and but the risk of me actually going out there and doing that would have been yeah two times Town, more. Towns is walking. Town, I was walking with Towns down to the car from from the finish line on stage six, and 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 Towns is like he he's like I I can't I can't see I, I yeah. can't I can't see. <laughs> well, my left eye I couldn't see. It was all black and. Um, I actually ended up finding out, like, I think the next day that my helmet had cracked in, like, three or four different spots, and it was a pretty good helmet, the Dro, um switchblade nips, so, I mean, for that to crack, I had to have hit my head super hard. Yeah. Pretty much, dude. You jumped, like, out of a probably three-story building. Right. Yeah. Landed on your side. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I... I actually came out pretty good, honestly. I mean, for all these guys, Chris and Tyler... The wrecks that they had to lead to their injuries were nowhere. I don't think they were as severe as the one I had. Yeah. And I still came out with no broken bones, maybe a mild concussion, and I compressed my back a little bit, but that's okay. That can all get realigned. We're good on that. That's crazy. But I feel yeah. like it's just, it's crazy to think that, like Tyler was saying or Chris, that you can have a big wreck and be okay you can have a small wreck and be totally screwed you can have all these things it it just depends on where you're wrecking how you hit your body and it just there's a lot of factors i think in how you how you approach your wreck yeah anyways i think that was basically it on mine i mean it wasn't nothing too severe yeah that's about it man we'll go ahead and wrap this up towns if you want to wrap us up we got to uh what are we doing today guys we're going to do some uh, trail cleanup on our local Alien mountain bike trail. Yeah. Um, Atos is sponsoring it. Um, we will try and do another episode next weekend. And we'll keep them falling, falling in for you guys. So I think what I was thinking was we'll probably try to do two episodes a month. The first and I was and thinking like the 1st and the 15th. And like the, we'll upload an episode on the 1st and upload an episode on the 16th of every month. I think with our schedules and families and stuff, and then we're obviously training right now, that that will give us plenty of time to kind of kick out some good episodes and and do some cool stuff for you guys. That way we're getting you guys some good information. Right. Okay. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We will be back on the mic, rapping, throwing some beats out, throwing some rhymes. Anyways, 
if you guys want to check out our social media page, check out those injuries. We'll have uh, photos uploaded and all the good stuff. Have a good uh, day, guys. Awesome. Yeah, one more thing. If you guys want to write in and ask us questions, if you guys want to know more, if you guys have ideas for episodes or just want to know anything, sandstonecycles at gmail.com. We would appreciate it. We'd love to answer you guys' questions. Leave a review on the podcast, and uh, that'll help us out. Sure. Sure, sure. Awesome. You guys have a good one. Thanks. See you. Thanks.